coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. All right, good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is now 8.02 a.m. You are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And we have a Special guest today, he is an Army veteran. He is a proud father, extremely recent. Yes. He's got probably the best avatar on Facebook right now, (laughs) and he is impeccably well-dressed, and his name is Simon Rodriguez from the City of Aurora's Youth Services. Hello, sir. Good morning. Good morning. How are you feeling? How you feeling? Thank you. Yeah, word up. Look at all these people. Hey, (laughs) right. We ain't got no clap button. Those are real humans. (laughs) Um, So we're going to talk about the city of Aurora's youth services and everything uh, and give some people the news today. But first off, how are you feeling on this uh, Thursday morning? I'm feeling phenomenal. Um, Really good. Uh, As as many parents would know or do know, Mm -hmm. uh, a little tired. Uh, This thing called sleep is, is, is tough, but... Uh, we can't complain because it's such a blessing. Right. So feeling great, man. That's Weather's good. nice, beautiful. Is hasn't been raining blessed. You yes, know? <laughs> it has. It's we, been we, raining for days. Yes. So we can uh, look at a nice, sunny, and hot uh, holiday weekend. I'm excited. That's right. As a matter of fact, that reminds me. Thank you, sir. Let's give these folks the weather. Uh, the current temperature right now is 70 degrees. The high today will be 79. That'll be reached by noon. Uh, tomorrow, Friday, partly cloudy, 77 degrees, and the weekend looks fantastic with Saturday being 84 degrees and sunny and Sunday being 88 degrees and sunny as well. Then we got rain next week on Tuesday, 40%, but that's another story. Okay. Now we also have BTP. BTP, how are, how are you today? 
Hold on, BTP's getting his mic ready. See, that's a dedicated producer right there. He makes sure our our stuff works. We're good first, and then he's right. Man, exactly. Talk about selfless, right there. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you I know? had the wrong one. Okay. There we go. Okay. Ah, yeah. Have, uh, BTP. The wrong one unmuted. BTP has water and what is that? A Red Bull. Red Bull. Yep. Okay. Very good. Very good. I had to make a quick stop on the way here after dealing with the dog being kind of a pain. What's up with the dog? Just. She wasn't eating. She, she doesn't. I was trying to rush to get her out, get her to use the bathroom, go outside, get her fed, but she doesn't eat if unless she has like her wet food. She just like looks at it and just walks away if it's not mixed. What a life, right? It's it, it, was, <laughs> just, it, was, it was just a pain. And then like I'm like I, I, I can't do this right now. Fine, right? And then like, I got, ran out the door, got my stuff, and then my car. Uh, I, I think I don't know what's wrong. It just the power steering went out. All like the warning lights went on for like a split second oh, and. God. So, all right. Well, I'm yeah. glad you're here. But, but yeah, I mean, look, but I started the car when I parked again. Like, I turned it off, turned it back on, and it seemed fine. So, hopefully, it was just like a bad connection for a split second. Right. We'll, we'll find out. All right. So, we are going to give you guys a quick headline that's very important, and then we're going to get into our discussion with Mr. Rodriguez here today. And that quick headline is as follows Don't forget that Wednesday, uh, the 7th, so next week, Community Job Fair at the Prisco Community Center, 150 West Illinois Avenue. Individuals seeking employment are invited to learn more about job opportunities at approximately 15 businesses local to Aurora. On-site interviews. Oh, hello there. Um, On-site interviews will be available and resumes are recommended. This is brought to us by our great state of uh, state representative, Barbara Hernandez of the 83rd District. Shouts out. If you or someone you know is looking for a job, make sure that you're there Wednesday the 7th. All right. The time is now 8.06. So, Simon, I want to, we're going to learn about you from the very beginning. We're going to take it, we're going to take it back to the old school. Do it. You are a Tomcat through and through. Yes, that's right. That is right. EA, baby. You are the EA, darn near the ambassador of EA. (laughs) Um, And you also, uh, your position was first occupied by Mr. Fred Rogers. Yes, sir. What's it feel like, um... Making new shoes for yourself. I'm glad you said new shoes because there's absolutely no way anyone can fill the shoes and the legacy that Mr. Fred Rogers left. Uh, interestingly enough, though, one of my first jobs as youth, and I believe it was uh, when I was a junior going into my senior year of high school, mm-hmm. uh, was in the youth services department um, as a camp, not a camp counselor, but like the youth staff, right? We helped right. set up for all the camps that that youth services had. At that time, youth services was housed in the current Fred Rogers Magnet Academy building. Root Street. Uh, Rootin College. That's right. Which was right down the block where I grew up. Um, And so it's really interesting and a full circle experience uh, because, I mean, I worked under Fred Rogers. I'd go in his office almost every day and to see that man, first of all, Fred Rogers had anyone and everyone that was important in the city always at his office. <laughs> I remember sometimes even checking people in, right? right. I'm like, man, this guy is, is a big deal and he yeah. is and always will be. So to fill, and again, I can't say fill the shoes, but to be in the position um, to create my own, hopefully, legacy and, mm-hmm. and, and path um, is... Uh, can be overwhelming at times, but I think that good overwhelming to know that, like, hey, the person that I'm succeeding right. um, is they have a school named after, right? <laughs> um, and he set a legacy for what is today youth services. So I'm just honored to be in that and very humbled. It's a super humbling experience for sure. I moved into that neighborhood. I live right around the corner from there now. Awesome. And uh, so when I when we first entered, we first interviewed, I did not live over there. Then I lived there. I've interviewed Mr. Fred Rogers. It was over phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm sitting here talking to you like I feel that I have a more or rather I feel I have a stronger East Side story now mm-hmm. because I can connect the dots and I can right. see and feel and touch and know and talk to like some of this Aurora history that I really wasn't around for. You know right. what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I think that that's, uh, I think that's really good. What's Youth Services got going on at the moment? I keep yeah. up on the Facebook page. I'm seeing good stuff. Absolutely. No, yeah, we, it is. Just like with anything when, uh, you know, are starting to open up, mm-hmm. uh, activate Aurora, as, as the mayor has, has coined. So we are, are trying to obviously still stick with, with, with what guidelines are out there, but 
Um, typically during the summertime, we have our, our summer camps, which lasts typically through the month of June, sometimes into July, depending on when the holiday hits. Right. Uh, this year, because, you know, we waited, um, not we waited, but we are told, okay, we're going to go back into phase five. It was a little difficult. We, we typically house our camps at, uh, one of each of the four school districts in Aurora, uh, 131, 129, 308 and 204. Uh, but this year, because there's just a lot of restructuring and things going on at the, for their summer schools and the other for the uh, districts, we uh, decided to go into our activity kits, which we launched last summer. Our summer activity kits. We wanted to make sure at least there is something for our youth. This year, we did it a little differently, though. Mm-hmm. We partnered with the uh, well, first of all, cities and schools, formerly known as communities and schools. CIS. 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 I actually worked with them also when I was a. A student, but they, uh, Karen um, and and Teresa Shoemaker, are just phenomenal. They just are champions of our community. But we've partnered with them for years for our summer programs, and um, and we also this year a little differently partnered with the uh, Northern Illinois Food Bank. Okay, so we made sure that hit, oh hit the clap button please real quick. I didn't even cut you off, but no, no, yeah, please. yeah. I the, like that. The audience is clapping. There's I like clapping. that. Right, right, right. Yeah. My bad. You guys clap for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the yeah, the Northern Illinois Food Bank, just, again, amazing champions in our community. Uh, they have six different sites set up all summer through August. Mm-hmm. Um, find information on their page, on our page. Um, and we, we, we thought to ourselves, you know, there's families coming out to get these free meals might as well say, hey, come get your free activity kits exactly. as well. And vice versa. We have families that come out for our kits specifically, and then we let them know, hey, there's there's free meals. Please, please, uh, you know, go get your free meals. And they do. So Feeding the mind and the body? Absolutely. Uh-oh. We're feeding Uh-oh. minds Uh-oh. and bodies, man. That's that's amazing. And, and then, obviously, this year, because parks opened up, we also made sure that uh, – for those families that are comfortable, they bring their kids to the park to do the activities there in person. Uh, and we partnered with four amazing organizations. I have to give them a shout out. Just oh, please because do! Of how you... amazing they are. Um, we had an art kit by Alive Aurora, which I'm sure you've interviewed my friend Addie Rubio. Oh, Addie Rubio! Shouts out, yes, Casey yes. Chitwood, a fellow Rotarian. Shouts Absolutely, out, big yeah. shouts. Uh, I feel like. They just came into the community and they've already done so much. They're kicking too much uh, butt. Yeah, and too much butt. Please continue. Yeah, because yep. uh, we we need organizations like them in our community. So I'm really glad we partnered with them. Um, and then our second week, we did an, a recreation activity kit with the Fox Valley Park District. If anyone knows uh, what premium and quality programming as far as recreation is concerned, it's the Fox Valley Park District, right? Um, and um, I mean, just just working with so many wonderful people there, mm-hmm. um, making sure our kids are active and engaged, especially that that active part, right? Uh, and families loved it. We had a kickball in there, which I gotta say, I haven't played with a kickball in years. Yo, it's fun because yo. Uh, you know we used to use that for dodgeball, right? <laughs> right, yeah. And you get hit in the face with that bad boy, it's gonna it's sting. stinging. Bing. <laughs> but I think now they switched over to like a more uh, appropriate, less a uh, painful version yeah. of that. It's not but, a um, kickball. It's a it's a it's so like a foam, yeah. kind of like hard foam, right? But right. Uh, and then so we did that with the park district. Uh, week three, which is last week, we did a fire safety uh, kit with our friends at the fire museum right here, right down the street. Brian, Brian Failing, Failing, what yes. up? Brian Failing. I need to tell Brian, hopefully he's listening, I will get that Monopoly game from you. I apologize. I've been trying to get that Monopoly <gasps> game from you. The Aurora one. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's yes. right. There is an Aurora version of monopoly out there guys that's right so, if y'all didn't know check it out yes pretty cool right um and then this past week we just finished up our last week and that was a steam kit by our friends at SciTech. and obviously they always just uh go all out and do some amazing and really engaging uh, uh activities so so yeah man we were we were very excited to have that as an alternative mm-hmm. and obviously ready and already planning for next year to have an amazing in-person uh Summer camp. Uh, so that's what we've had now, and obviously uh, upcoming in August, uh, we, we are going to have this year five uh, back-to-school fairs. Okay. Um, so we're in the process of planning. Those dates are, are coming, but it's going to be from like the second to the third week of uh, in August. So we'll put those out. There's going to be five uh, different events to give families the options to go to one of those. Um, and and so we're super excited. Our, our, we're working with our alderman uh, alderman Jenkins and and Shakita Hart Burns and Juani Garza and Emmanuel Yamas. 
um, and CIS to to launch these and these free activity, uh, excuse me, free uh, back to school kits. So we will have that information out. So please follow us on our Facebook page for more info. Damn, and we have a boy, lot of that other boy stuff said too. that good, man. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. we have a lot well of other said. stuff too that I'd love to cover. So yeah. All right. Good morning. If you're just tuning in. Good morning, Ben Tennant. Good morning to you, Jennifer Ryan Mayton. What is up? Jennifer Ryan Mayton has the correct energy for this morning. Good morning, beautiful people. Alyssa O'Cone, what is up? Aisha Saxon, good morning to you as well. Anna's Custom Treats is in the house, y'all. Get the berries to floor, $17.99. Bam, it'll be the best gift you ever gave anybody. Fellas, that's for you. Treat your lady right with the berries to floor. Big strawberries dipped in chocolate, and you got like caramel uh, coconut sprinkles and all that. It's really good. Jen Ingram, good morning to you. Buenos Jen. dias, Simon E. Curtis. Hey, Jen. all right. Love. Yeah, Jen. word up. We got our people in here. Diana P. Holgun Sainz, good morning to you as well. Norma Peterson, oh, what is up? All right. The time is now 8.15 a.m. Uh, let's hit them with some more news, and then we will come back to our discussion with Mr. Simon Rodriguez. Now, I want you to listen to this. You're, you're old school. He literally has a newspaper, for those of you who can't see. <laughs> that's right. You guys think that... up the beacon. Yeah, that's right. I mean, when we give you the news, guys, we give you the news. Uh, so let's talk fireworks real quick. <clears throat> Excuse me. Aurora Fireworks Show is set for Friday evening, the 4th of July weekend. We'll get off to an early start in Aurora with the fireworks show set for Friday night downtown. The fireworks will begin at approximately 9.15, but there will be entertainment before that beginning at 7 p.m. City officials said the best places to view the fireworks are River Edge Park at 360 North Broadway and McCullough Park. At 150 West Illinois Avenue at each location, a DJ will provide music beginning at 7 p.m. up until the fireworks show. The event at River Edge will feature music with DJ Suave Smooth. Uh-oh. While at McCullough Park, music with DJ Pena will be featured. Awesome. Very cool. And uh, did you know that uh, Illinois got our first credit rating upgrade? What? Big news. Nice. Yeah, we're balling now. What? Um, yeah, everybody's happy about that. Uh, two notches above junk still has it in the basement. That is a rather skeptical assessment of our uh, of our situation by the author of this article. But it's still well said. Long known for financial instability, Illinois on Tuesday got its first credit rating upgraded more than two decades on the strength of the state's budget. Very, very good stuff. Aurora now can get that credit card for that uh, $500 credit limit. Straight up. Yeah, that's right, man. We upgrading. No more Raymond noodles for Illinois, baby. We doing it real. Shinto, here we come. Yes. All right. Um, okay, so now let's... Uh, CIS is part... Or, uh, excuse me, uh, Youth Services yes. is part of the city of Aurora. Yes. Um, now, when we talk about... Uh, you, you see people, and I've watched many of the uh, mayor or the city council's um, streams about what's going on, and people still have this notion that there's not enough mm -hmm. taking place for the right. youth. I guess one could always do more. Yeah, absolutely. But in your opinion and in your history here, it appears for me on the outside looking in that we have, co we have come 200% from what there used to be. Okay, right. Is there a fair assessment? Or rather, is that a fair assessment? And what would you like to see more of? What do Absolutely. you want? What does Simon want more yeah. of? Yeah, no. Uh, I'm going to first agree with, with one of the first points you made is that we can always do more. Mm -hmm. I've always subscribed to that notion anything in life. Right. Is that um, no matter how uh, much we progress, and we have, I will say we definitely have, um, there's always more. And, and the reason is, Curtis, is because over time, the needs of our youth fluctuate and they change. Right. What, you, what your generation and my generation needed as youth uh, might have been more, for example, like for me, I grew up in the, you know, the dare for, uh, you know, right. the uh, era or like the great stay away from gangs. Right. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, that was our main focus is, is gang prevention. Mm -hmm. Um while that still is an issue, probably always will be. Right. Um, you know, we never, for example, we didn't deal with the with cyberbullying. It didn't. I mean, not as much, right? Because we didn't 
have, I mean, I don't remember having the internet as a kid. I don't either. It. There was it, no. We, it, it, <laughs> yeah. it took too long to dial in for us to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. By so the time you got bullied, it was time to get off the computer. <laughs> someone's calling on the other line. You have to yeah, right? seriously. <laughs> yep. People that were not born in the 90s or raised in the 90s do not know what we're talking about. So right. we'll move on. But um, so there's different needs, right? And, and that's, I think, the key to any successful organization, uh, a group, advocacy groups, is to know the needs of, and concerns of your community are always changing, revolving, or it's full circle. We might be going back to like, hey, now this is an issue. Right. Crime prevention. I mean, we had years, I remember, was it 2012, where like there was no shootings in Aurora. Yes, I remember that. Right? I remember and that. And then we started seeing that spike, um, you know, a few years ago. And then with, with unfortunately, with... Um, you know, in quarantine, and this is like a national issue, we started to see a rise in, in, in crimes and in shootings and such. So we always need to adapt and readapt. Um, and I think that's, that's the key for us to have this mentality that we will never be doing enough. And that's not a bad thing to say. Right. Uh, again, you, you can apply that to any successful organization, be it nonprofit or not, uh, or for-profit, excuse me. So... Um, so that's kind of my generalized answer. Now, sure. when you ask what would I like to see, uh, what would Simon Rodriguez like to see uh, for youth services in general, not just through the city, but in general, um, you know, uh, is just a, a continuation of, of services. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. Me, I subscribe to the, um, I don't want finances to be a barrier for families. If, if, if a child wants to take that karate class, if a child wants to enroll in swimming lessons, if, if, if parents want their kids to be in quality programming, they should not have to worry about, well, I'd love to, but I can't afford it. Or I have right. multiple kids. I can only afford to give one of them that opportunity. I've been there. I, you know, I, but I am a product of City of Aurora and Aurora Township summer camps that were free of charge to the families, right? Right. And, 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 you know, in a sense, you know, it's, we need to continue to look at that as a, a, one of the models. You know, there's, we've been blessed to have a, a lot of grant funds come in. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, been, we've been able to, to uh, work with different organizations and for sponsorships like the Dunham Fund, right? Just these very charitable uh, people in Aurora that uh, continue to, to help us provide these services, right? Shout out to Dunham. Yes, absolutely. And so, um, so yeah, now specifically, there are a few things that I'd like to see. Uh, one of the things, you know, we want to look at is where we have developed what we call de- park deserts. Uh, mm-hmm. A park desert, for people don't know, are just communities that you don't have a park nearby that, that people can walk to. Right. Or maybe they just have parks that need to be updated or, or um, you know, added things. Mm-hmm. We just, you know, McCarty Park is a great example of I mean yeah that was you news know that was news Aurora. last week yeah yeah and we just uh, shout out to to Alderman Garza for 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 being a champion uh, in her ward of 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 making sure that we updated it new playground splash pad I mean right. you drive by there you're always seeing kids there and it's a stark change from what we saw from years ago where um you know there wasn't really any of that for kids so so that's a positive right mm-hmm. and that that's what I'm, that's kind of like one of the things is like okay let's look at other areas in the community where we can continue to uh reevaluate and reinvest um just because some people think oh well there's already a park there i'm like cool well where can we change it where right. can we update it where can we add um you know things that kids want you know if they want a soccer field let's look at options for putting a soccer field there right or if they want um more splash pads i mean i think right now we can't have enough splash pads with this heat right <laughs> no <laughs> so, right yeah uh, exactly um we so need a we need a water park in aurora that's what oh, we need yes. Oh, that's good, right? Y'all Ooh. heard it here first. Hit the clap for that. Yeah. No, y'all clap for that. But we do have a water we park. Do, well, we have two water parks. We have the Aquatic Center, the Phil's Park Aquatic that. Center. Yeah. And we have Splash Country on the yeah. west side. So we do have Oh, that's right. Yeah. Damn, Maybe we I'm... want like a bigger slide or something, right? I don't Man, know. Y'all giving, y'all giving your host the news. That's crazy. I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> which, which they're open, by the way. I'm, I'm going to be that plug-in. Uh, they're oh, open. Yeah. Water parks are open. And, um, and uh, so, yeah, you know, like looking at... When I remember years ago, there was always talk about we need a skate park, you know, skating. Mm-hmm. And I love that skating is like it, it's never been gone, but I feel like it's even coming back with the 
uh, there's a lot more. I'm seeing a lot of more kids in, on skateboards. I am too. And I love that. Yeah. Uh, um, they hitting the rails on the st- yeah, man, sidewalk I'm, and all that, I'm from scratching that, them. I'm from the Tony Hawk era, man. So to see that is pretty cool. So I remember before uh, at Phillips Park, there wasn't the uh, skate park. And I remember, you know, um, I think uh, uh, my friend Stephanie Kipaway, I think, was was Alderman of the Third Ward at the time when they got the skate park put in. And that's great. There's always kids there. And, you know, just that's the whole thing, Curtis, is 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 seeing what our community needs and then acting on that. And it's I think it's a simple formula. And I think that's what we're doing. Right. And as long as we continue to do so, you're going to start to see, um, you know, the improvements and the advances in, in econ- economic development that we've seen in the city the last few years. We're going to start to see that also uh, from a youth perspective. Right. And if our community is saying, hey, we need a community center in uh, here or we need uh, we'd like this, we'd like that. Great, let's 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 champion it and, and get that moving. Uh, we, I mean, we launched the Steam Academy. Mm-hmm. A lot of parents are like, "Hey, man, this this Steam thing, we don't really know it uh, because we didn't grow up with Steam, but we want our kids to know. We want them to know what coding is. You know, shout out to Harish at the APS Training Institute. They have coding for beginners, little kids. Yeah, you know, elementary kids can learn how to code. And for those of you who don't know, coding is the future. Right. I'm looking at my uh, Apple Watch, uh, iPhone, everything that we have now is coded. Mm-hmm. It is the job, not even of the future, of the now. Right. And we're able to teach kids that and prepare them. Um, you know, preparation, real preparation for their futures. Mm-hmm. And we're doing that, you know, with the Aurora Steam Academy, working with Tinkerworks and with the APS Training Institute. So, you know, I think the thing is, is uh, Curtis, is making sure, and this is where it falls on me as a responsibility, and I gladly take it, is to make sure our community knows what's out there. Word. Right? Because it is, it, it's, it's very easy and, and understandably so to say, well, what's out there for my kids? I want them involved. I want them to stay away from gangs and violence, and I want them to, to do things. Um, there are things out there. You know, and we have actually twice a year our youth resource fairs. This year we had to have it virtually. You can go on our page now and, and see a video of over uh, 30 different organizations in our community that serve our youth. September, our hope is to bring it back in person at the Prisco Center. Um, that's where we have over 40 uh, youth organizations there. That's where our families can come to this event and know what type of services and programs are out there for their youth. So that's one of the ways we want to make sure that we're communicating with our families and with our youth so they know there's a lot of stuff out there for you guys. And, and again, for me, email me, srodriguez at aurora.il.us. Email me personally. I will get this info out there. And the last thing that I'll plug in and then we'll go on to the next question is mm-hmm. on our City of Aurora website, aurora-il.org, there is the youth services page. When you go on right. there... All these resources, but I want to highlight, we have a youth resource guide. It is electronic. It's PDF. You can print it out in English and Spanish. It is updated constantly. That has the over 50 organizations that we have in Aurora serving our youth categorized. You know, everything from after school programs to, uh, um, you know, violence prevention to uh, mentorships, health and safety, uh, youth employment. Uh, and much more. So we have all of that in English and Spanish available for families to look at, uh, to see that on their phones or on their computers or even to print it out. Oh, oh cool. there we go. There was a late clap from know. the audience, but they, they got it. Yeah, I couldn't hear what he was saying. <laughs> How do I know? There we go. So we also have to say good morning to Ali Hernandez. Ali, Ali what's is up? here, United States Marine Corps veteran, all that. Good Ooh, morning. Wow. And also Sandra Gonzalez is here. Good morning, Simon and Curtis. Why, thank you, sister. We got news of the Sandra. rapid response team coming up after I get done saying good morning to a couple other people. Jen says kickballs were awesome. Ben says he has two of them, one to play and one to collect, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The the, the Monopoly, I think he's referring to, yeah. Yeah, yep. Oh, I thought I meant the kickballs. Oh, no. Oh, the Monopoly game. Okay, cool. That that makes way more sense than a a kickball. Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, And Maria Chirito, good morning. Sarah Birdsaw Kulik, good morning to you as well. Sarah. Sarah. And um, awesome. And Sandra tells us that she lives by the skate park off of Orchard in Illinois. Very cool. Very cool nice. stuff. Man, we got some great people. The time is now 829 a.m. All right. A couple quick news items that are very, very important for you to take part in, listen to, and try to get involved. Number one, 
In addition to what Simon was saying, I'd like to piggyback with our friends at the Aurora Township. They have um, the Aurora Township Foundation for Senior and Youth Services presents Faye's Pork Chop Barbecue Fundraiser. Uh-oh. Mm, sounds Gonna, delicious. Yes, it does already. We hungry in the morning time, too. Uh, Monday, August 9th from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. Uh, dinners are $15. You can drive through or carry out. 313 Gale Street. Funds go towards youth scholarships in Aurora. Awesome. Shouts out to Aurora Township, serving Kane County, Illinois, since 1849. Dang. Since before the Civil War. That's crazy. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. All right. Also, the Rent Assistance Portal is open. Told you guys about this. We posted about this. And we also let you know that our friends and community partners at the Neighbor Project at 32 South Broadway are here to help you. The details are as follows. This is a tenant-led ILRPP program with IDA, the Illinois Housing Development Agency, IHDA. Uh, This phase of the program is initiated by tenants. You can contact the Neighbor Project. They have Spanish-speaking counselors as well. For more information, give them a call, 630-906-9400. And again, in this portion, if you are behind on your rent, you simply apply. Uh, You get a link. The link then goes to your landlord. The landlord fills it out. Then it goes back to you, and funds should be received. Now, in this portion, if the landlord does not submit, the funds go directly to the tenant. Again, for more information, you can call 630-906-9400. And the Rapid Response Team of Aurora, educate, advocate, investigate. Community Learning Space, Know Your Rights Training, July 10th, 1030 a.m. to 1130 a.m. Shouts out to the Rapid Response Team. Yeah. We got some really, we got some, we got some motivated friends. We do. We do. We got some, we got some impressive people. It's, um, it's amazing when you really, uh, success and, and just community advocacy, all of these great traits, I think are, um, it's, uh. For lack of a better term, it's contagious. When you surround, you know, you surround yourself almost purposely without subconsciously, right? Yep. Um, and, and yeah, that's so true. Like, if you look at, I'm sure if you looked at your network and mine, and probably mm-hmm. they're, they're interconnected, some great, motivated, selfless community people. Champs. Right? Champions. We absolutely. Got some, yeah, we got some champs. Absolutely. Um, it's so, here's the thing. To your point. Right now, there's that saying. Um, I think you guys have heard it and been familiar with it. Um, what it's it's like if you surround yourself. No, you are the sum totality of your closest five friends. Yeah, something around that. Yeah, 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 it's something like that. You know, like you are your closest five friends. That is your, um, and that's so true. Yes, that is so true. Oh, absolutely, 100%. Yeah. I remember as a teacher, when I was uh, teaching at, at East Aurora High School, I would always say that, and I felt like I felt like the old person in the room telling the kids, you are, you know, show me your uh, who your closest fr- five friends are, and you're showing me who you are, right? Or right. something yeah. along the lines of that. But it's, oh, that's, uh, yeah, Dale Carnegie. Show me your closest friends, I'll show you your future. Yeah. Yep. 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 Speaking of close friends. Yes. You spoke at... My Rotary Club. I did recently. Yeah, that was last week. That yep. was. Um, you looked very nice that day. I have to tell you, you had a nice shirt on. I was looking at you <laughs> virtually. I was like, "Damn, that brother looks good." <laughs> uh, <laughs> how did it go? How did it go talking to the uh, group? It went so amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mentioned this when I spoke with the Rotary Club. Uh, I've always had the Rotary in the back of my mind just because I've I've heard of what they do. Um, especially when it comes to their, their, uh, rotary exchange program. Yeah. You know, I'm such a big champion of, of cultural exchanges and, 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 you know, having youth in our community go to different parts of the world and vice versa, us taking in, um, you know, youth from around the world. It's just, there's so much richness and so much that you gain personally, professionally, spiritually, by putting yourself out there and, and getting and, and indulging yourself in, in different cultures, right? And and vice versa, learning from from other cultures. Right. So so that already like was just something that I was very impressed with. But uh, what a great group of just passionate people! It, I, you could you feel it right away with with the Rotary Club um, uh, folks that I was able to interact with. They they just love and believe in what they're doing. Mm-hmm. 
which obviously they should, right? But it's just, it's very uh, organic. Yeah. Which was really nice. So I was able to, to share with them uh, a little again of what we do with youth services. And again, it's it's always like, wow, I didn't know this program existed or I didn't know this was out there for me. So I, I told them like, look, I have to do a better job myself and, 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 and us of just really getting this information out for our families so they know what's, what's going on out there. But uh, it was great. Loved it. Loved hearing what they do. Uh, a little bit of history of the Rotary Club in general, but I'm really fascinated, especially with their commitment to our youth, obviously, because it's oh, my yeah. life's work. So, yeah. Um, now, with the exception of work, and besides uh, work for this next question, what's mm-hmm. the biggest impact COVID had on your life? Uh, biggest impact COVID had, well, that, that's a, there's a lot, but the first thing that comes to mind was, COVID was uh, very negative, goes without saying, uh, and still has been the pandemic. Out of that negative uh, time in our lives, my wife and I were able to produce a son. Uh, we were able to, um, you know, I was joking, people were like, oh, you guys had a COVID baby, right? That's, that's the time where uh, there's a, a rise in a lot of births. Maybe yeah. it's like the new baby boom. I don't know. But <laughs> um, it, it was, you know, I wonder how we're going to talk about this 50 years from now, 100 years from now, you know, when we're gone in the history books, like what life was like. When I taught history, I taught about the 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 the, uh, the flu pandemic in the late 19... 19- you know, around the World War One era, yeah. right before the 1920s, um, and how, you know, we haven't really had a pandemic of that caliber since then. Right. On uh, a hundred years later, right? So, um, but I think also I I want to take the positives out of it, and obviously, you know, my heart goes out to those the families. You know, my own family, we 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 lost, you know, two of my uncles, and they rest in peace. You know, due to this, this horrible virus. Um, and, and so my heart goes out to those that have lost ones, you know, and, and, and I don't think any words that I say or anyone will say will ever uh, comfort, but know that, that we're thinking about all of you. But, right. you know, the, the positives that came out of this, this pandemic, uh, COVID, was we realized, you know, um, that, that we took for granted, I think, our safety. Or even just little things like, man, uh, I was joking about this the other day, but when we have a, a birthday, the, the, the birthday person blows into the cake and then people eat it you know it's like would you do that now right right? or just (laughs) a simple like i'm a very like i love hugging i love shaking hands i'm a very personable social person yeah and to to be limited or not be able to do that is just that's it's a change right i'm an extrovert so this i think it was very difficult for some extroverts out there uh still is right um but again i think we took a lot of the positives out of there we took that um Perhaps maybe our, our health and our well-being are are more important than we when we uh, than we should give it credit for, right? Mm-hmm. Or you know, a good example is you know I know and maybe people out there listening, how many times you probably called in didn't call in sick because you felt guilty calling calling in sick, right? Facts. You went into work sick. You went into work um, when you shouldn't have, right? Um, and and now being told by all employers like if you're sick, stay home, please, right? You know, I mean, I wish that existed pre-COVID, and I hope it exists post-COVID. That's a good point. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just because I've always subscribed to the notion, man, when, when, a, when, when a job values you as a human, not just as a worker, as a dispensable, um, you know, uh, uh, per, you know, employee, mm-hmm. you're a human being that, that, that will get sick at some point, that needs to rest, that needs mental health days. I really hope that that COVID uh, hope, uh, awakens this mentality. Like sick days or days off, I'm not gonna uh, question it. Whether it's physical, whether it, you just need a mental health day, which yeah. I highly, highly recommend if you're able to. If you're just overwhelmed and you just need a day to stay home or relax or do something, then then please do that if you're able to. Um, I hope I hope we learn from this. Right. You know, there's the whole notion. Uh, you know, those who don't learn their history are doomed to repeat it. It is so true. How many times has history repeated itself in many different ways? What does it say as well? What does it say that it took it took a debilitating health crisis worldwide mm-hmm. 
to force employers to realize that, man, maybe these people can be doing their job from home. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, There's I... ways, yeah. There are, we, we knew... A, a lot ex- of us knew that already. It was up right. We knew that. We were... They were... They were... You were... One was spending one's life in traffic or on a train mm-hmm. yeah. to go downtown or catch the bus or the red line mm-hmm. to go sit in that cubicle to do that which you could do from home. Right. Absolutely. Having PTO and can I have enough PTO and you only got this much in your PTO bank, all that. Mm-hmm. It seems to me so futile and there's no magic wand to wave but i wish there was a way that i could sprinkle time productive mm-hmm. time back to all the people who yeah, lost it you know myself included i'm you know i'm speaking from experience yeah two hours in just commuting yeah. to go to work absolutely you know? no i i hear you man i hear you so much and i think there's a study that's been done that Productivity has risen in many instances for yes. those that are given the opportunities to, if you give the opportunity to be a little bit less stressful or know that you don't have to have that guilt, right? Like, hey, I need to stay home, say I'm not feeling well, stay home. Yeah. You know, uh, I, uh, you know, being in charge of youth services, I have a few, you know, uh, uh, part timers under my, mm-hmm. you know, supervision, so to speak. But if I'm ever, you know, um, that to me is already like, I have a responsibility to let my employees know or my coworkers, right. hey, if you're not feeling well, stay home. It's okay. You know, uh, we, we got this. It's okay. I've been in jobs where I felt so guilty. Like, if I don't go in, I've let everyone down. Yeah, that's and, my and, mentality, you know, especially too. Especially when you're yeah. someone like yourself, I'm sure, you know, um, Navy man and, and, you know, people in the military can be uh, are very selfless people. You don't want to let your team down. You don't want to let your squad down. You don't want to, you exactly. know. Exactly. But then I've always also believed, hey, it's hard to help others when you don't help yourself. That's true. And I know that's difficult sometimes, but, you know, take that day off. Recuperate. Uh, uh, reinvigorate yourself. Yeah. And you're going to come back to me the next day or two, whenever it is, more, hopefully, you know, and I feel that you will, more um, just just re-energized and ready to to. to yeah, to do it, but um, I am super productive. I'm thankful to be working remote. Trust me, I will <laughs> look to stay out of a cubicle. I will, I will be on call forever. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I got this, bro. Yeah, right. Just send it to Kurt. There's I like got this. Call center people <laughs> listening in right now, being like, they're they're clapping and right. No, Seriously, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's to just, eat ribs and take your call. Yeah. I got that. It's nothing. You know, uh, the bigger picture too, Curtis, is I think we also realized how fragile life is. The fact that it's it's in a way humbling that we we feel like we're the we're the masters of this earth, right? We're the 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 leaders of this earth, yet, right? Yet something that's so microscopic that we can't even see through our own well said is is, yep. is defeating us. And I remember a, a movie that actually I really liked the movie, and I'm like hoping people don't take offense to this, but Outbreak. I don't know if you see the movie Outbreak. Dustin Hoffman's in it. Oh yeah, um, oh, 1997. Yeah, something like that. It's, yeah, it's about like this disease that gets introduced to a town, and yeah, I remember watching it. I'm like, wow, like Damn. There's, there's a scene where a guy's in a theater and he's coughing, and you can see, you know, obviously you wouldn't be able to see it in real life, but right. you can see like the bacteria and stuff going out, and then just getting into everyone else's mouth, and then, I mean, it's like, wow, like all the things we 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 uh, took for granted. Remember when people used to smoke in airports? Goodness. I remember the smoking section yeah. at Denny's when we'd go yep. smoking or not smoking. I'm like smoking in hospitals. I got yeah. pictures of like my uncle smoking a cigarette with my dad. Crazy. In the in the same like that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's it's insane. So man. hopefully it's 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 a t- it's at a period of evolution for the way we do things, the way we work, the way we live, the way we we live life. Right. Though I said live already twice, sorry. Uh the way we vacation, the way we spend time with our families, the way we take care of each other, the way we we hopefully people are more selfless. I had an argument the other day with someone about like, hey, fifty years from now, when we look at it, were you part of that generation that group during the pandemic that was selfless that said, you know what, even if I um, am good and healthy and young, whatever, I'm gonna take care of you know my my uh, other people around me so they don't get sick. Yep. 
right? Or am I just thinking about myself? I'm like, I'm good, so I'm going to be careless and 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 I'm sorry to get on this little soapbox, but no soapbox, you know, brother. You the special hey, guest today. The hey, time is now Simon's time. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, <laughs> look at World War II. Uh, my, my history major hat here. Uh, in World War II, those that stayed home, civilians, were asked to sacrifice. You know, they, there was there's uh, food shortages. They they encouraged them to to recycle uh, specific things. Like we were asked, wear your mask. Yep. Socially distance. You know, things that I feel are not that difficult. And I'd like to think, because I'm a positive person, most people did that. You were contributing to your country and to your fellow man and women and, and humanity in that way. The same way people sacrificed during World War II. Yep. Now, I'm sure there might have been, imagine during World War II, you were that person that like, screw this, I'm going to just do whatever I want. I'm not going to ration whatever, like. You know, you were rationing for the troops over there, and the, the, you know mm -hmm. that to me are unfortunately some people that that just think about themselves, and it's very unfortunate. Like, uh, and and again, I, I've we know personally the loss that we've had in our family and and in in our community and Aurora and in our country. So, um, my hats off to all of you that did your part—a simple part that you might think is not that important. That could have potentially saved someone's life. It is the yeah, it's the sailor, you know. Yeah, it's the yeah, it's just the kind of using their military reference. But yeah, we know how important it is. That little guy back there, even he has a job. Yeah, absolutely. Hold that. All you got to do, you have one job: just wear your mask or do this, do yeah. that, and yeah. we're it's for the greater absolutely. good. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Good morning, Tracy Duran. Lots of our folks here. The KYR training is in the link for you guys as well. Even as an introvert, I appreciate human interaction. Sandra, very well said. Aisha tells us that my twins love the STEAM Tinkerworks program Woo. and the kits bags at MLK Park. Thank you, Aurora, for providing amazing programs for our youth. That is what's up, Aisha Saxon. That love is, that. Mm. Thank you, Aisha. Appreciate that. All right. And uh, Sandra also tells us that I'm a pessimist, but I see both private and public sectors going back to their old ways and not being considerate of their employees. Leo Jimenez, good morning, sir. Uh, I, you know what, Sandra, you're right. Watch. You, you, it's true. Sandra, they kind of want to suck Gonzalez, people yeah. back in and all that. So yeah. if we know history, which we do. We do. Um, it's, it's, it's very – I can see that happening too. So I agree with Sandra um, just because um, we didn't learn from specific things throughout history. You know um, – Look at uh, some of the, don't want to get too deep into it, but oh, come on, frivolous man. wars that we shouldn't have gotten into. Mm -hmm. uh, we thought we'd have learned from back then, and we still repeating that, right? We thought we would have learned from, um, you know, the fact, uh, uh, economically speaking, the crash of uh, 29. Right. And, and seeing how um, we don't, if we don't check or regulate the economy, mm -hmm. that is what happens. Free fall. Bam, we repeated it back in, what, 07, 08. Yep. Um, it took the pandemic to, again, the fact that millions of Americans lost their jobs, their livelihoods, their homes, their, their way of life, yet billionaires made a killing. Super killing. killing. Look at how much Jeff Bezos gained in 2020 alone. That, to me, is one of the saddest realities of our society, that we've accepted that, that we attack our fellow man or, or, and woman and person, our fellow people, or trying to to get free groceries because they need to feed their families. Right. Or trying to get some rental assistance because guess what? Even though they have a job, they are underemployed because they're getting minimum wage. They are underpaid ridiculously. We attack that person, but we don't say anything when someone like Jeff Bezos literally made like over a hundred percent of his income, probably more than that, during a pandemic. Simon, they got to pull themselves up by the bootstraps. They got to, right? That's America, Simon. They, uh, oh, Simon. It's just, oh, man. But another positive, because you asked, and I'm like, I, I want to stick to the positive. My wife and I realized, um, quick story, if you don't mind me sharing. No, go ahead. Um, this was around last summer during the pandemic. You know, and I'm just like, I just felt no energy. You know, I was just like, man, I'm 33 years old at the time, and something's not right. 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 And so we actually looked into going to a holistic doctor, holistic medicine. Mm -hmm. 
And for those of you who don't know, they just, it's a more natural way of, of dealing with, with your health. Right. So we saw, um, uh, Dr. Alex Orton in Chicago, I highly recommend him if you guys want to check him out. Okay. He was able to see what our food intolerances is. He said a lot of it's gut health, right? So what you take in, what you're consuming. Long story short, he was able to, to, to diagnose or figure out with my wife and I what our food intolerances are. Things that we shouldn't eat because our bodies can't break them down, which leads to waking, which leads to all of these things. Everything is interconnected to your gut. So for me, it was potatoes. So really crazy, right? Like I can't digest potatoes. Right. I thought, what? So I can't have fries, mashed potatoes, things that I like, which I was able to give those up. So I can look back today almost a year later and I gave all that up. But the, You the, haven't eaten a French fry in a year? I Maybe I had like one off someone's plate. Damn, bruh. <laughs> I don't Ooh, miss it. God, the time the is thing. now eight. Ooh. Here's the thing. and I'll, I'll share really quickly yeah. a good strategy of how yeah. to replace something that you love. But anyway... Um, the thing that was also tough was potatoes also um, are fillers, and they're used in everything from sure. table salt, iodized salt. So I just, okay, I'm not going to have iodized salt, but I can have sea salt or kosher salt, which it tastes better anyway. Yeah, you um, don't just, need just a little. Whew. Right, just switching things out, right? Fries, I switched to yuca, which I don't know if you guys ever had yuca fries. Uh, you can buy yuca in the store, fry it. It tastes way better than fries, in okay. my opinion. Okay, all right. So um, I was able to replace a lot of dishes that I had potatoes with yuca okay uh, i gave a pop guys i cannot tell you now maybe this is uh if you bring in someone even from the health department or someone that's in health the um in a, once in a while is great but if we're talking about youth if if i had a choice i'd be like don't give and i'm not an expert i'm not a medical expert it's just my opinion kids should not be drinking pop i agree i cut, if you know how much sugar yeah. is in that and how much it's bad so i have not had one pop for those of you not from the uh, from our era from the Midwest, soda, um, I have not had that at all almost in a year. It's gonna be in August, this August. I haven't had it. I replaced it with mineral water, Topo Chico, which is my go-to drink. It's just all natural, organic, you know, uh, mineral water. And the bottle looks excellent too. It does, yeah. but I found that substitute for me that worked. There's always substitutes that can work, right? Um, uh, stayed away from like junk food and all these things. But here I am, almost a year later, dropped almost. Over 20 pounds. Wow. Uh, which some people are like, what? I'm like, I was gaining weight. People just probably didn't notice or just being nice. But not just that. My, my run improved over a mile. I'm running like, uh, you know, over three miles every other day or every day. Uh, but more than that, I am just happy. Uh, more energy. I, I don't have to take any medication for, um, for any of my anxiety. Mm -hmm. No more. It's gone, which is crazy. I know people are like, no, no, no. I'm like, literally just changed my, what I'm consuming. And I, ha I do not, do not have to take anything for, uh, for anxiety anymore, which is amazing. So, that is absolutely. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. It's, it's that always is wonderful. Yeah. I quit the pop. I drink pop very, very rare. I don't keep pop at home. So like if I, on the rare occasions where I eat some fast food or something like that, I'll get a pop on the side, maybe. Mm -hmm. But that's it. Yeah, pop is yeah. really bad for while, you. Again, juice and like, water. I kind of I yeah, stick yeah. to juice and water. Once in a while, again, I'm not gonna don't ever have it. You know, it's like if you can have it less or stay away yeah. from it, great. But once in a while, hey, you know, you know your body. Yeah, you know how you can react, and and I saw the change immediately in how my body reacted after I cut all that stuff off. Uh, my poor wife, I I was just so angry when she emptied out our pantry, like everything that we had in there was gone and we didn't mm. realize how much stuff has sugar in it right how much has like um you know processed foods and all that yep. stuff and then we just went from that to cooking home-cooked meals and and man now when i go to restaurants or go to stores i know exactly what i'm looking at my advice to people if you see the labels and you see a million hundreds or you know a lot of ingredients stay away from it right if the, it, best, if the whole thing is down the, the best the, the, products, the side of the box like a good know. example being mexican milagro tortillas which people out there know what i'm talking about three ingredients water corn and um uh high uh dehydrated uh lime which is i, I forgot the name like hydroxide or something but it's 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 mm. natural right. three ingredients that's it and yeah. you know what they are bam i feel good about having that because i have to have my tortillas on a daily so all right, so Anna Custom Treat says, agreed, healthy living is everything. Healthy body, healthy mind, healthy life. Word up. Amen. Peter Aguilera is here. Good morning, Mr. Aguilera. Buenos dias, Aurora, as well. Pull yourself up by the bootstraps when it comes to that food and eat healthy, according to uh, Simon. 
And Josue, DJ Venom is here. Good morning to you as well, dear sir. Okay. Awesome. Um, now, also, uh, so Tracy tells us that, excuse me, plus with Bezos, he and the higher-ups also got massive bonuses, but the lower folks, including the warehouse workers, can barely make a living wage and work their butts off. Mm-hmm. Then the lower employees get laid off or terminated due to financial issues, and yep. the CEOs and higher-ups get huge bonuses mm-hmm. afterwards. None of it makes sense. Absolutely yep. not. Yep. Remember when they flew to get the bailout? And they had like jets. Oh yeah. What was that? Two thousand and uh, that was twenty ten or eleven. Yeah. Something like that. I think so. Yeah. Yep. And they use. I mean, it's just it's a travesty right in front of your face. I wish those again people that complain about welfare or food stamps. I wish you had the same passion against the real people that are taking advantage of the system, the billionaire corporations that are offshore accounts so they don't pay taxes. You know, I think. If I'm not mistaken, uh, the Trump organization is being indicted today or already has been. Alan Weisselberg, he surrendered himself. Yeah. So (laughs) I hope people realize that, man, you're not above the law and the real people that are stealing from us. And this is my thing is like people are like with the stimulus. I'm like, that's our money. That is literally your tax dollar. Right. You're getting that back to you. That is our money. We the people. Right. Government, when you complain about government, it's us. It just takes us to participate in it. And I understand why some people are so turned off by it, but you know, that's a whole other soapbox, right? But, but they, but they, well, that's part of the show. Yeah. We're not just sitting here telling you, I'm not just telling you what the city council meeting is going to be just mm-hmm. because I'm not telling you about the rapid response team. No, you need to vote. You need to fill out the census. Mm-hmm. You need to be engaged Absolutely. fully. If you live in Aurora, you should be engaged. You should put money back into our local economy. Absolutely. You should go to AA Electrical Contractors for your home needs. You should go to youth services for your kids' help. Mm-hmm. You should Absolutely. buy from Anna's Custom Treats. You should listen to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first day of news podcast, obviously. Oh, uh, that's a given right there. Yeah, that's a given. <laughs> but you should shop at Treadwell. You should shop yes. at all these places and stimulate our local economy and help make our own city better, yesterday, which is just the template for America. Yesterday, we took my son. We went to Charlie's to get some ice cream. Uh, we had lunch at uh, Altiro. We went to Wickwood to shop for a few things. I mean, I had... Uh, I love our downtown, you know, uh, mm-hmm. businesses and our, con- you know, give put that money back to the economy, but also from a just a personal perspective. I love that we're we're growing and we're supporting, you know, people that are um, that are champions for our community. You know, and, and yeah. Speaking of the local economy, I was at Ballydoyle last night because our Rotary Club has a new president, Mr. Lewis Johnson, oh, cool. who was one of our early sponsors on the show, LDJ Cleaning Services. Lewis Johnson is now the president of our Rotary Club, replacing Mr. Joe Cosner. Um, So shouts out to the club and all the good stuff. And I'll post some pictures of that today. All right. So the time is now 8.57 a.m. Got a couple of things to let you guys know. Bad boys, bad boys. What you going to do? What you going to do when they come? Cops, the last reality show he's going to be on. This dude. (laughs) Wait, what? Oh, sway, man. Um, (laughs) Referring back to that. What is it, Aaron, whoever? Yeah, Weisselberg, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, one more thing before we go, let you guys know, um, the uh, this weekend is 4th of July. Fireworks are taking place. We just read you guys the schedule. Please be safe um, out there. Also, the parade is going to be on Sunday. What's up? I just want to add, uh, for those people, I know we've said it many, m- multiple times, I, I love fireworks as, as well as anyone, but please be considerate of our pets, and our veterans, right. especially those with PTSD, it is a very real thing. Um, you know, again, let's try to be a little bit more selfless and, and, and considerate of other people. Um, I'm going to just say I have a babe in the house. Hopefully he doesn't wake up with all the, you know, all right. the fireworks going on. But really think about our, our, our pets that are scared. They don't know what's going on. And then also our, our veterans and, and those, those that have PTSD that really will affect them. So just please, please be considerate, but have fun. That's right. Um, and tomorrow is another episode of Jeanette Splaining, where bureaucracy is made into an easily digestible pill mm. that you swallow from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. And you eat that and you do great things. That's, that's how great. that that's how that goes. Um, thank you very much for coming on to the show today. Thank you. Can I just give a quick shout out, too, because I didn't get a chance to, to mm. shout out. He doesn't know this yet, but my son, Simon Gabriel, 
uh, the, my heart, the, the love, the biggest blessing we've ever had. Uh, hopefully he's resting right now with, with mommy, but, uh, it's, it's just, uh, people are, have always been reaching out I'm like, Hey, you know, your son, this and that, but I just, uh, man, I'm just so blessed and I yep. love my son and I'm glad he can carry on our name and, and he's got an amazing, blessed, bright future. So, all right, my little guy. Bless Simon Gabriel <laughs> and the Rodriguez family, definitely. And my wife, Taizy, love you. Um, see, uh, so you guys have a great rest of this day. Uh, do something good for another person. Stay sharp uh, and shop local. And we Ooh. will see you guys back here tomorrow, 8 a.m. Take care of yourself and each other.